a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. The state of Utah is marking World Refugee Day with several events. It's also a good time to reflect on the contributions refugees make to our society and our community, as well as some of the challenges that those who want to come here to this country face. Really pleased to have uh, join us back on the program, Asha Parekh, who is the director of Utah's Refugee Services Office. And uh, thanks for joining us today, Asha. Thanks for having me. Uh, so let's jump into some of the things that are going to happen. World Refugee Day is actually on Monday. Uh, we know we've got a couple of events coming up today and tomorrow. Tell us about those. Yeah, so we are celebrating World Refugee Day on uh, today, this evening, at uh, Big Cottonwood Park, as well as tomorrow, all day, starting at 10, going on until about 4. And um, today we are screening the movie Luca at... Um, as soon as it's dark enough to do that. Um, and prior to that, we're uh, doing a celebration of citizenship for all those refugees who over the last couple of years have gotten a citizenship. Um, and the reason we're doing that is because we were not able to celebrate in person over the last several years. So this is our big chance. Uh, that's rec- what... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just saying to recognize and celebrate their citizenship. Oh, that's awesome. I've uh, had the opportunity to speak at a couple of those citizenship uh, swearing-in ceremonies, and they are just so extraordinary. So tell us a, a little bit about where we are in terms of how many refugees do we have here in the state of Utah? What do those communities look like? Uh, what, what's the, what's happening right now? Um, so we do have really a rich, diverse population of refugees in our state. There's about 65,000 since the um, the resettlement program started here um, last this year, we um, brought in 900 Afghans along with the. Um, so that's a big number over a short period of time, um, and it really kind of uh, was a challenge for us to get everyone situated and and um, in safe housing as soon as possible. Yeah, and so tell but us, a, give us a little. Oh, okay, and and definitely give us a give us an update on how those nine hundred, as you said, nine hundred is a big number uh, in a short frame of time. But how how are they doing? How are they settling in? How are they moving forward? Um, so, you know, many of the um, children are in school now, and uh, we are working very closely with some of the individuals to learn English and to be in uh, employment programs. 
So some folks are in job training, and then some are actually in jobs. And so um, it really, I think the work varies based on what is the kind of work experience somebody brings with them. So there's a group of people that um, assisted the U.S. government, speak English, um, and have kind of uh, some really easy transferable employment skills. So um, like civil engineers, there's a group of folks that, that we are working with to try to help them get connected into a good job here um, who come with those kinds of skills. There's another group um, of people that have worked in aviation, and we're trying to figure out how to best uh, situate them um, to see, you know, how to transfer their flight hours, etc., which is not a simple prospect. Um, but we're trying to help them get jobs in the industry where it's possible. And then others we're working with to learn English, get jobs in manufacturing, and and other kinds of um, areas like that. Wonderful. And then, of course, there's been a lot of uh, discussion of late about uh, refugees coming out of Ukraine. Uh, what does that look like for the state of Utah? Um, so we don't know yet what that number will be like. The Ukraine program is a little different because uh, what is happening is um, the U.S. government created what they're calling the sponsorship program for Ukrainians, Uniting for Ukraine. Uh, and out of that, they're saying 75,000 Ukrainians will come to the U.S. Um, by the end of this federal fiscal year, which is the end of uh, September. And we think that for us in Utah, um, that could be, you know, somewhere around 400. Mm. We're not really sure uh, because it's really based on uh, individuals in the community who maybe are connected with a Ukrainian um, that want to provide that sponsorship support. So they would go on the USCIS website and fill out their application show um, their, you know, ability to financially support them. And then um, the individual in Ukraine would fill out um, a similar application expressing the interest to come. And once they're cleared for travel, they would have 90 days to come to the U.S. And then the sponsor has some responsibilities to support them um, and get resettled here and we do have uh, programs and services that could help with that process. Uh, wonderful. Asha Parekh is the director of Utah's Refugee Services Office. Uh, again, uh, great event uh, tonight and tomorrow, Cottonwood Regional Park. It's being presented by Utah Refugee Services in partnership with Venture Out, Catholic Community Charities, the International Rescue Committee, and their story is our story. Asha, thanks so much for all you do, and uh, thanks for being with us today. Thank you so much. Uh, so many important uh, things there from our refugee community. And I think the most important thing is to recognize the difference they make in our community. It isn't just about us helping the refugees. The refugees are helping us and making our communities more vibrant, more positive, uh, and uh, not just more compassionate, uh, but deeper, richer uh, and that's an important part of that process. We'll step aside. Hour number two of Inside Sources coming up next.
KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.